0: Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and welcome to the new age of love and light. 1221 was yesterday. Oh, it was incredible. We lost power. It snowed. It was it was so wild to usher this all in, and yeah, it was so beautiful. And here we are today, and this episode could not be Better timed. In fact, I recorded an episode yesterday to release yesterday, and when I went to release it, there was no audio on it. And I thought, okay, that must have just been for me. And this episode is the one that must be brought forth. And I have Daniela Sage. She's light codes on Instagram. This is such an important episode. I really encourage everyone listening to listen to it more than one time. We cover a lot which i like to do in these episodes plant medicine ayahuasca psilocybin healing trauma new age love light activation ascension shadow work energies spirits i mean we go through so much in this and it is incredibly important i get choked up it's so interesting i was like wow this is another episode i i there's just so many beautiful souls in this world and I'm so honored to connect with them, connect with you, bring them to you, connect all of us together and weave this beautiful tapestry of love and light in this planet right now. So my dear sister, Daniela, thank you everyone. Also, before I go into the episode, she offers, and I didn't know she was going to do this. It's so generous, a free offer at the end for the eighth person person that responds you got to listen to what she says but listen sign up for her course there are so many beautiful things in this episode my dear sister blessings thank you well my divine sister hello thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you for um well first of all introducing me to the light codes and that, <laughs> that's been incredible but thank you so much for just being you sharing your divine love and light and coming on
1: Thank you so much, my divine soul brother. It's such a pleasure to connect with you.
0: Awesome. It's There are so many beautiful souls that are aligning right now and connecting and sharing their gifts. And you and I connected briefly um, last week. And one of the things that I was so struck by your story with all the light workers that I've connected with is we've never really fit in never seemed like we're always like these wanderers until now and then right. now, here we are here we are how tell me about uh share your story a little bit about where you grew up and and how you became the bright light that you are today
1: <laughs> wow 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 well you know it It's been a series of initiations my entire life. I was born in Colombia in uh, in Pereira, which is next to Medellin, and it's a growing city. And um, I grew up around a lot of family, and those were probably, like, the happiest uh, years of my life because I did live on a farm, and I was, like, this little... I don't even know, adventurous child who would walk around the farm with five dogs following me around. <laughs> that's awesome. And yeah, and I just, I've always loved nature so much. And I actually was living with my mom and my dad um, who passed away in 2007. And I just felt so loved and supported. Um, but then I turned five years old and my mother left unexpectedly to America with um, my stepdad. And so that's where um the root of like my abandonment, you know, shadows began was not having my mom with me and um, feeling responsible for my younger brother, who is three years yo- younger than me, and just having to grow up really quick at five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I moved to America. So coming here and not speaking the language, having to make new friends, and just feeling feeling lost because i was i've always been very clairvoyant and sidekick and um, the energies were just so different here in america you know south america uh, people are uh, living more in a collectivist culture Where they support each other with they say good morning to you if you walk into the elevator they hold the door open they'll offer you a a lollipop if you're a little kid and you walk into the store just for free just to be kind and in america we live more of an individualistic culture where it's kind of like that new york lifestyle like i don't even see you if you hold the door open for me i won't even say thank you right and so it was a culture shock um interestingly enough i arrived here on thanksgiving Day. And so they received me with this huge turkey, and I was like, "What is going on?"
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: Um, but you know, even even before I came here, I um, went through some really um, interesting rites of passages. Even in my mother's room, womb, I saw I went through a, um, a near death experience. You know, everybody got injured in a car accident except my mom. And when I was two years old, I was actually hexed. Um, There's witchcraft, you know, it exists. And um, enlightened children, I guess you can say, I really don't like to call myself that, but that's what, you know, they call it. Um, We have our, our third eye very clear. So I don't know if you've ever seen a child and they have like a red birthmark on their third eye. And so that makes us a target for, you know, for for people who are practicing um, dark magic. And uh, I almost died. I was, you know, I had to go to the hospital, they couldn't find anything wrong with me. And um, it wasn't until our housekeeper told my mom, hey, I think, I think there's there's something else that you can look into. And mm-hmm. so my mother took me to a healer and he closed out my chakras. And I think that I, my soul created that experience at such a young age, so I could have some solid crystallized chakras from the very beginning, you know? Because I, I do like to look at life from an empowered perspective. And I believe that even as children, we create these experiences for our soul to evolve.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so fast forward to teenage years um i'm 16 and my father passes away suddenly from a heart attack he just drops dead in the middle of the plaza and that was really hard because i never got the closure i left when i was six he died when i was 16. a whole decade of of not seeing him you know when you're here you're wanting to get your citizenship you can't go back especially when you left for a reason you know It's like one of those things that once you leave, you kind of just don't go back. And so that's when it really began the dark night of of the soul. And um, I've always been bullied. I was always bullied. Um, I got into my first fight in fourth grade, like um, just because children don't really do well with different, you know, for the most part. And they like to signal, you know, others out and, I've always had a lot of light and um, I've always been loud and expressive and um, had a lot of magic to express and so that signaled me out. So when I when I went through this experience at 16 years old, it kind of just all fell on me, you know, like the bullying at school and also at home because um, growing up with my stepdad it was really hard. He just never really accepted me for who I was. and. Um, and, you know, I forgave him because I realized that it was because he lacked his own self-love. Yeah. And so he was just taking it out on me because I've always been sort of a, a rebellious soul. And so <laughs> and so finally, you know, all, all of the pressure I was under, it just really, really came down on me and I into this dark night of the soul i started experimenting with drugs started sneaking out of my house getting into fights mm-hmm. um just being this like rebellious child of teenager and and yet i was still getting excellent grades had all honors classes so i wouldn't get in trouble <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's so funny mm-hmm.
1: um But then when I finally graduated high school at 18, I realized, you know, with with the now silence that you have after you leave high school and you're just kind of like sitting with yourself like, okay, is this really me? Mm. Do I really want to live my life with this cloud above me? And so that's when I began searching for answers. Mm. This was over a decade ago in 2009. And so I, I really began this quest and went on this journey to uh, self-discovery, of self-discovery and and really finding out who I truly am at the core. And so I joined this women's group and we were meditating every Tuesday. um, And um, it was beautiful because that's when I really began to open up my channel and receive messages that, you know, we're always there. I've always been divinely guided. Um, that's that's something that I'm really grateful for is, is my connection to spirit and to all life. Because um, growing up, I didn't really have much of a um, l- guide or a lot of leadership in my life. And so I always had to look up and just ask mm. God and Mother Earth and like, please guide me. Like, how am I gonna survive this? And so, yeah, things just began unfolding after that. Um, I, I went to school for business, and then I was like, this is not for me. So then I switched majors to psychology, I graduated with a bachelor's in psychology. And that same year, I became a Reiki master after three years of going every single week to the Reiki circle and being of service. and um, and yeah, and then um, began to sit with plant medicines like ayahuasca and uh, San Pedro. And that was completely life-changing because it just like removed this like veil of illusion. And it was it was very liberating, you know. Mm-hmm. I realized that the things I thought were so important really weren't. Mm-hmm. And so um, I really just was sinking deeper and deeper into who I truly am at the core. And I realized that I'm not afraid to die. And because there's no such thing, we're just shifting in consciousness yeah, yeah. and life just gets better and better, even though it gets harder and harder. Sometimes it actually gets better and better. And here we are.
0: And Here, here we are. Here you are. It's I'm, um, I'm, I am. I don't even know how I've, first came across your profile and and found you, but hearing your story and then talking to you last week and then right now, it's, it's incredible that you, basically it's like the light was always pure and then it was encased in this like maybe stone or whatever these things and just kept getting chipped away, chipped away, chipped away until here you are in this glow Mm -hmm. bright light and all those experiences. I think most of the time we're here to learn what we're not so that we know what we are, you know, and most people are stuck in proving that they are what that they are, what they're not because Mm -hmm. they haven't gone within and really gotten connected to themselves. And that's where people get stuck. But here you are knowing yourself and There you are. I mean, it's really, it's a really beautiful story. When at two years old, how, so it was the housekeeper that, how did she, do you remember like how she would, did she get the message that you, needed help from a, uh, was it a shaman? Was it Kulandara? Like who did you go to? to- I do not
1: even know. Honestly, oh, it, it just happened and it actually happened twice. So my mom's story is that, you know, people were jealous of her. So they tried to get her through me because mm-hmm. my parents owned this fashion store and they had a lot of transient people coming in and out. And the first time it happened, I was I was literally having seizures of like how bad they got me. And uh, they took me to the healer. He closed out my chakras, cleansed me, and then it happened again. But the second time around, I was more of like numb. I was numb completely. And I was literally two years old, which is the time of a child's evolution when we're literally, it's the the terrible twos. We're supposed to be jumping off the walls, you yes, know? expressing but, Exactly. But I was literally like in a corner, just like looking down, very, very depressed. And so they took me back and the healer was like, they did it again. But this time it didn't work as as strongly because we already did the, the energy work to seal her.
0: Wow. Amazing. It's amazing. I'm glad we're talking about this. Um, so I grew up in Christianity and, and I grew up in this form where spiritual... Manifestations, or they would do like casting spirits out of people. I remember being in a church at a very young age, and people would be like acting crazy, like 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 manifestations of like really dark energies would be manifesting out of these people, and I'm like looking around and commanding this stuff out. So I had a I had an understanding of like this other world real being very real and manifesting in the physical form, and. then I grew up and studied all these different things, but I would never forget, I was working at this company when I was in college and there was this wizard, he was a dark wizard working there. And I had studied about all the occult and witches, all the power structures. Like I believed all these things, I understood how it worked, but I had never been confronted directly with the opposing power. And I was walking um, to go to lunch and all of a sudden I got hit from behind and I dropped the papers I was holding. And, and I'm like, what the heck, no one was around me. And I turn around the wizard standing there by the door, smiling at me and he had hit me with something energetically from behind. I dropped everything I was holding. And it literally felt like I was punched or pushed. And um, that was like, that was a huge wake up for me that it, I was no longer observing <laughs> I was now in this personal awakening to their power structure who I am. Why was I targeted? Why were you targeted? They don't target dark. (laughs) They don't target the darkness. They target the light because the light drives their power out. And so it was an awakening and I'll tell you another wild story that I don't think I've ever shared in this podcast. Um, Sylvia Brown, who was a famous, uh, which I used to be a produ- audience coordinator, and, and uh, for a live talk show in Seattle, and Sylvia Brown, who was on like Montel Williams show all the time, she's a, I don't know, a best-selling author in the spiritual world and psychic and all these things. Um, she came to the show, and people gave her like something a gift to give to her and i grabbed it and my whole arm went like was buzzing and and numb and started hurting and she right when i grabbed this she saw me get this gift from the studio audience and she looked at me with a dark smirk and i was like what that i felt such dark energy and i'm in a studio tv studio with all these people around and and my arm is just like radiating like buzzing buzzing and start hurting so badly So from the Christian perspective, I'm like casting these spirits off, like whatever energy. And later that night, I'm laying in bed. It was 11.50, I'll never forget. I'm laying in bed. And all of a sudden I'm like, what the heck? And my arm got cut. And there was nothing in my bed. And it left a scar for many years and it got cut like a razor blade. And I was bleeding in my arm. And the craziest stuff. So when people say like, And this is where I love talking with you and so many other beautiful light workers that can understand when people say, I don't believe that. Like, how can anyone say they don't, we know nothing. (laughs) There is an infinite vastness to this reality. And people say, well, I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. What do you, how can you even have the, the moxie or the chutzpah to say, yeah, I don't believe in that. Like we know we're just waking up to, the realities that are thankfully though all that dark energy is gone or being driven out right now because we're saying no more no more we're going to use this (laughs) to create not to destroy to liberate not to put in bondage to love not to create fear and that um service to others not service to self um so anyway just i I resonate so much with that
1: yeah it's interesting because i For a while, I also didn't entertain those energies because, like, I genuinely believe that the creator created us so we too can create. Yes. And so, if I'm like the creator of my reality, I'm not going to entertain these stories about dark forces and evil spirits and people Mm -hmm. out to get me because I just don't have time and energy for that. I'm manifesting the golden age, the new earth. Yes. And so, I really don't go into entertaining it. However, I'm not ignorant and I'm not going to bypass what is a possible reality and so i acknowledge it for what it is yes it exists yes it is out there however my light shines so bright doesn't touch me that's it and i'm not afraid of it
0: yes that's Mm it yep and it's almost like we needed to go through those dark counters to understand how powerful light we are in that and i have a saying that darkness isn't a counterforce to light darkness exists in the absence of light so If we want darkness to go away, we just shine our light more brightly and illuminate and, um,
1: and it's always a choice. It's always a choice because we can easily choose the darkness too. It's a part of every single one of us, right? Tomorrow we decided we wanted to start casting dark spells. We could do that, but it's a daily choice. And that's why we shouldn't condemn people who have chosen the darkness because they can easily change their mind Um, and choose the light and join the party.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I love it. It is a party. And I love how you are creating a party right now. This, this exuberance and and joy. Tell me how, how did you get into, cause everyone listening, Daniela is um, a producer of, we were talking about this, like essence. What, what did we say? Like you create this space, you fill this, you use the word not ambiance, but you're a producer of you produce you produce yeah you're a vibe producer (laughs) you're a high vibe producer and uh and guided meditations all these how did you get into the music side or that creation side on that on that front
1: well it's kind of always been a part of me and a part of my soul I really believe that sound is just the purest form of alchemy there's a lot of um Sages and gurus that say that this universe began from sound, which is Om, Mm -hmm. and a vibration. So I've always been very aware of that, and more recently I started recording in the studio because we got to I got to this place where I have an audience on Instagram um, without ever having an email list, without having a podcast or a blog or a YouTube or like anything of that matter that is any more of a digital offering than captions and posts on instagram and so i I would have people reaching out saying hey do you have a guided meditation i could listen to or do you have a course or do you have this or that and i was like no i don't but um maybe one day i will (laughs) and now with this pandemic and um the shift in my work you know moving away from hosting international transformational retreats in peru with plant medicines
0: Mm -hmm. moving
1: away from the one-on-one um conscious local events here in Miami and doing the one-on-one sessions, I really had to sit with the fact that I have a message to share Mm -hmm. and I'm going to reach more people if I get behind the screen Mm -hmm. and if I encapsulated into this time machine called the internet. And so I recently just stepped into this role and uh, I think it's like, coming pretty organic to me because maybe I've done this in a past life Mm. and um, I feel very comfortable and just even doing this with you, this is the first podcast I've ever been on. And it's, you know, it's a huge milestone for me because um, I've had, I I could say at least like 40 to 50 people request that I go on their podcast throughout the the past five years and, Mm. or to go live with them. And I'm just like, no, not yet. (laughs) Like, I guess I really didn't want the responsibility of being in the public eye. Um, I always told myself my 20s would be my selfish years, where I just learn who I am, why I'm here, and heal myself. And then in my 30s, I can take more of a a social responsibility in the public eye, even though I've always been a pretty public figure. but yeah, it's just, it's time now. And um, it's kind of nerve wracking because if we can just shine some light on this, um, you know, we're stepping into, we're here, the age of Aquarius.
0: We are here. We are here. Yes. Golden
1: age, the yes. new earth. Yes. And so terms like light worker and healer are becoming more and more popular. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's interesting because now people, are looking at people like you and i like oh my god they you know like the new messiahs were just like putting us up on these pedestals right they're like labeling us putting us in a box and then putting us up on the pedestal yeah. and that is so dehumanizing yes it's so dehumanizing because you're literally taking away our right to make mistakes mm. to be human yeah. to quote unquote fuck up yeah That's right you have yeah. so many people that have judged me for whenever I have a human moment. Um, Just recently, I had this guy just completely curse me out because I went into Whole Foods without wearing a mask because I don't believe in masks. I don't wear a mask anywhere. (laughs) Same. (laughs) And I've never gotten sick. And so I, I truly believe in my immune system. And he was calling me a selfish little bitch and all this stuff and telling me that my grandma was going to get it. And I was like, fuck you, like all this stuff. And he's like, oh, you think you're spiritual and you're cursing? And I'm like, yeah, because I'm human, you know? Yeah. And so what I really want people to understand, if you're just awakening, being quote unquote spiritual means that you're free, that you can wear whatever you want. You can think and believe whatever you want. You can say whatever that you want, Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and you're still. One with the universe, you're still connected to the Great Spirit, to Mother Earth. And every single person is having a human experience, which means we're all actually spiritual. So please just take this into consideration to not fantasize about lightworkers and healers coming to save you, because if anything, it's actually an invitation for you to step into more of a leadership role. Yeah. From my experience, what I've realized that all light workers and healers have in common is that we're extremely sensitive. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't even go out into public places because they feel so overwhelmed with all of the emotions they pick up around them. Yeah. Also, we've probably experienced a life full of trauma, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was through those traumatic experiences that we had to truly step back and surrender to a greater, higher power, mm-hmm. right? And so it's not that we just descended from the heavens and we're here to touch everyone and heal. Everyone No, it's that we've been through a series of initiations where if we didn't surrender to God and his will or her will or their will, we would have not survived. We wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. And so I always tell everyone, I am not your healer. I am your reflection. I am an empty cosmic mirror, simply reflecting your own, beautiful reflection back to you including your shadows Mm -hmm. and guiding you so you can also open yourself up to the universe and receive the divine downloads and messages that will help you in your evolution please don't put me up on a pedestal Mm -hmm. because what happens is if i don't fit your your description of you know what you put me as then what you'll do is you'll rip off the rug beneath my legs beneath my feet and i'll crash and fall and that's not cool man like we're all doing our best here <laughs>
0: sure. and what what that does too is for the people that may put others on pedestals is they've actually dehumanized themselves as well is that we're all capable we all have you know i posted today on instagram the kingdom of god jesus said the kingdom of god is within you well king Sovereign, not gender. Then for everyone listening, king has nothing to do with gender. It's not a male or female form. It's that there is nothing above a king. King is sovereign. So king, dumb, dome, covering. So the sovereign covering of God, love and light, is within you. (laughs) Every single person has the king, the sovereign covering of love and light within. So when we put another as the guru or the this or the that or the teacher or the... We forget that no, we, I, I am that I am. I am here right now, and we, in the form of all of us waking up to the I, become. I mean, just I have chills in my arms. Like the sun's, the sun shining in its fullness cannot even come close to what we, as the eyes, waking up and shining throughout. Everywhere, the universe, the galaxies (laughs) of all timelines and dimensions of all beings. And I think humanity right now, I do believe that what the human species is, this human collective consciousness that came into this, this Earth and this precious teaching ground that is Earth, we are light and we are put into darkness. We are put in this dense third dimensional polarizing this or that good bad light dark healing pain all these polarities and we were put into the darkness to awaken to that we are the light and all the beings so other the galactic federation of light all these other beings all have their own divine gifts and their own divine purposes but they might have been born into the fifth dimension the sixth mm-hmm. the seventh the eighth dimension. they are have their own awakenings for their own purposes But everyone's here right now watching, keep going, awaken, awaken, because this is, this is how God of love and light, divine source, the original infinite creator gets the most glory is when (laughs) the light reflects back from the dark. And it's like, nothing can stop this. Nothing.
1: Absolutely. Yes it's a big cosmic joke Everybody is over like all of our you know spirit guides and star families are all like laughing and coaching us on and you know what and just to bring it back to that leadership that's why in the new earth we're not going to have a a ruling class or ruling government because everybody's going to step into their power and we're all going to lead and guide each other home to our light to our fullness to our you know, most loving expression. And it's going to be one big juicy party.
0: <laughs> it's going to be glorious. I, I had this um, on plant medicine. Uh, I know, like three weeks ago. I felt and saw the entire earth. All humanity is rejoicing and celebrating at once, no matter the time zone. So if they it's at four in the morning for them and two in the afternoon for me, everyone at once is celebrating and just, it was incredible. I felt it. I saw it. And when we realized that you're not Colombian, and I actually, I will say this because I do appreciate cultures and flavors and spices and colors. And, and I love the diversity of humanity. I think it is so beautiful and yet we're all human. So it's not that the African is different than the American, this different than the European, different than the, the Asian. It's like, man, we are one beautiful color palette celebrating the fullness of light that we are and i cannot wait
1: yes 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 and you know what to add to that i love that you love people and its diversity so much because that really reflects the godliness in you lucas Mm. the reason why God created so many different versions of itself is so it can experience itself in multiple forms and get to know itself from many different perspectives. What if we were all vanilla? How boring would God be?
0: Boring and dull. And yeah, it's more colors, more. I've, I've always seen the rainbow and this is where I just, I cannot comprehend any movement that takes a color of not i don't mean black and white i don't mean white people and black people i don't mean that i mean to take a color and glorify the color versus we as colors of the rainbow are beautiful when we bend in an arc of unison it's not that the red says hey yellow be red it's like no walk with me yellow i'm red and and i mean it's it's beautiful when colors are in unison together yeah. in their own divine beauty, making the rainbow. It's so yeah. cool.
1: Um, oh my gosh, so beautiful. And and that actually reminds me of the Hopi prophecy of the rainbow warriors, you know, of the eagle and the condor flying together in the sky and, and creating that sacred opportunity to really usher in harmony and balance and peace on the earth. And that's exactly what we are doing. People from all races, all colors, you know, all backgrounds coming together as one and really standing up for the earth and standing up for each other. That's why we're here.
0: It's so beautiful. I'm I'm so glad we're talking. You got me fired up. <laughs> now <I'm> fired up.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I went from I went from soft and, and and inviting to let's go. Let's let's attack this.
1: Let's uh, go for real. And that's what I'm per- like. I, that's part of my purpose is to activate the light and the light codes and every single reflection that I come across, even if that's triggering to some, you know, if, and if I trigger the shadows, but um, I really have loved bringing people uh, together um, the past two months, and I created this epic event here in Miami called Solar Sunday where we all come together and we visualize the new earth we do some yoga in the beginning to stretch and you know just get our bodies moving and then we go into an ecstatic dance DJ set by my friend Alina Suk, who's just a queen and a coach and just like oh I love her music and everybody's activated nobody's wearing a mask yeah. everybody's like super empowered everybody's super healthy and we're all just that va- visualizing and vibrating the frequency of the new earth and the golden age yes. and after the fact i give uh, a guided meditation and sound healing to just really anchor in that divine <laughs> light and love and people cry people have some epic experience so far so so it's been really taking off and it just charges us out for the rest of the month mm-hmm. and so maybe you can join us for the next wow. one it'll be in january <laughs> that
0: would be incredible i that would be incredible you um actually you oh, I just want to acknowledge you you did a, maybe it's Instagram story. you probably do them often because I've seen it a couple of times, but you were you showed like first point of view, you running high knees, and you said something like i'm I'm giving gratitude for this body that hosts holds my soul and I was like, yeah that is so beautiful and so ever <laughs> since I saw that i've been when I work out been saying the same thing, and I just want to thank you for that because it hey. was It was such a, since October, sister, I have not hated purely the word hate. I have hated my body up until mid-October for what I carried, what happened to me, all these things every time I went to the bathroom. And I don't mean weight. I don't mean body. I mean, for what happened to me in this traumatic and, My wife said something to me. It was like a nuclear tipped arrow that exploded like every vestige of protection I had on this last like thing that I didn't want to talk about or go through. Yeah. And since October, I haven't hated my body, which has been a really beautiful thing. And then I see your story Mm. like first point of view being grateful for this body for host. And I was like, wow, Mm. it was so beautiful. I just want to acknowledge you and thank you for that. Thank you
1: so much for, for feeling that way. And brother, I feel you. Mm. It's been such a journey for me to get to this place where I am showing love to my body. Mm. For such a long time, I, I had to hide my body. I thought that my body was a threat you know, because I live in Miami, I'm surrounded by Latin men and and, and Latin men can be very sexually aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I was also sexually um, molested when I was a little girl. And thankfully, thankfully, my mother t- spoke to me about sex when I was seven years old, because she told me that nobody was allowed to touch me. Mm-hmm. Not my uncle, nobody. Not, I mean, not my uncles, no men, nobody was allowed to touch my private parts. Mm-hmm. And so when it came down to it, um, you know, there was a family friend who would bring his daughter over and we would play all the time. And I'm the oldest of nine brothers, sisters and cousins. So I was the ringleader of all of them. And this little girl, I just I just really loved her. And her dad would literally like express how attracted he was to to me at like eight or nine years old in front of my entire family, jokingly saying, do you want me to wait for you to grow up so we could be together? And I would feel so awkward, but then I didn't want to make him feel bad. So I was like, yeah, yeah, wait for me. And then it finally happened where he made a move on me and he was holding his daughter in one hand, holding me in the other. We were inside of the ocean and he started, you know, sticking his fingers up my private parts and I didn't say anything because it felt good. You know, and I had to do so much healing around that, you know, for actually enjoying the abuse as a little girl. And then it happened again around Christmas time, which is why this time of the year can be a little bit hard on me because I get flashbacks. Um, but basically, all the kids were sleeping, all of the adults were, you know, in the other house drinking and, and partying. And then he comes into the room where all the kids are sleeping to check up on his daughter. And of course, I'm the only one awake. And he, there he goes trying to make another move on me. But because, we were, because I wasn't distracted in the ocean, having fun, this was more of a direct approach, him coming towards me. That's when I realized, oh, this isn't right. Mm. This is not right. And what happened to me was that I, I got paralyzed. I couldn't speak. And I was just frozen. I'm getting like hives just like thinking about it because I know that there are so many children who are going through this right now. And it's important to point out the elephant in the room. It's important to talk to the children about this and and help them love their bodies and help them learn how to say no. This is not okay. And so after that, I really just like shut down and I... I hated myself because I had all these boys trying to you know, get in my pants as a teenager. I've always been very voluptuous and, and attractive to mm-hmm. men. Yes, and, yes, yes. Um, and I had the girls hating me because the guys that, that they liked, liked me. Yeah. And so I was like, why do I look this way? I just want to love people. I just want to be free. I just want to be myself. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I became my own worst enemy. And um, that resulted in many different physical distortions like acne, I was overweight, I had a lot of inflammation. Um, And it wasn't until I started working with plant medicine that I realized, wait a minute, this is your avatar. Like you chose to look like this. There's a reason why you're beautiful. There's a reason why you're vibrant. And it's because you're meant to get people's attention Mm. bottom line and it's okay. It's okay to shine. It's okay to take up space. It's okay to be a powerful woman. And the more that you embody that love for yourself, the more you give permission and invite other women and other men to do the same. And then there will be no competition because we're all just in love with ourselves and with each other. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for shining. Thank you for being you. When you first came into my field, I was like, man, I resonate with this brother. I don't know who he is, but he's talking about 5D and Christ consciousness and the golden age and like, you know, he's been through it and he's come out on on the other side and now he's shining light and activating hearts. And, you know, we're very similar. I'm a big truther. You know, I know what's up. I know all the distortions that are happening in the world and with the elite and the, you know, their agenda, but I too choose to share love and light. And plant medicine. And I feel like we're from, we're from the same planet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: are. I want to talk about plant medicine. I I, I mean, it's so interesting. Even talking right now and everyone listening, like I have the the opposing voice of of religion of Christianity still in my head. Sometimes I can hear. I can even see the people even though they mean nothing there there's no power to it but i still have it in my mind and
1: well and maybe they're just good. asking for your love they just mm-hmm. want to be acknowledged and once you like give it your full love and appreciation and like thank you for playing that role cuz like we had that soul contract then the tension will dissipate <laughs> this <is so> <laughs>
0: <gasps> oh, that is so good. That is so
1: mm. good. That is so good. They're our biggest teachers. It's like, thank you, thank you for taking that that role in my story. You're epic. I love you.
0: Mm. That is so good. <laughs> is... Oh my goodness, this is. Hmm.
1: So, plant medicine.
0: Plant medicine. <laughs> it is so, I mean, look what has arisen in just our food consumption, plant-based. Um, I like this, le- this, uh, doctor friend of ours, he calls it level one, two or three level three is a hundred percent processed level one is you can pick it, um, hunt it, harvest it, or, um, forge it or something like that. There's four categories. Like it is pure from the earth. There's no, there's no changing. And then level two is like an Mm in-between. And I always think, oh, level one. And think if we eat from the earth and sustain ourselves from this incredible beyond, there's no words for what this earth is. It is so amazing. It is so alive. Then we are healthier beings and yet the earth the same earth that everyone could say yeah if you eat clean and eat plants and more plant based your physical body will be a healthier version of you and yet there is this other spectrum of what the earth provides which is plant medicine that everyone like shuts that off and like oh that's you know whatever their judgments are
1: not everyone
0: not everyone there are many that's and it's changing my first experience of any substance besides alcohol was ayahuasca
1: hmm.
0: um and it was it was i had been in therapy for two years uh at one point and i healed more in 12 hours than i did going every single week sometimes twice a week for two years
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the power of the earth
0: and from ayahuasca to psilocybin to even cannabis is it, it plays its own beautiful teacher it's it's a
1: beautiful oh yeah teacher.
0: it's so important he's a
1: big ally of mine oh
0: laughing i laugh never <laughs> laughed never i was so serious in fact the light code that you sent me, my shadow side is so serious that mm-hmm. I can get really serious. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: You mean the jinkies?
0: Oh, yeah, the jinkies. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, yeah. the jinkies. And I can get really <laughs> super serious. So, like cannabis has been such a beautiful thing to like awaken this little boy that loved to laugh. And it's okay yeah. to like, laugh. And oh, it's so beautiful. Um, and so I'm sharing these things to say that just as any. Uh, methodology. It's so important to be open to all methodologies of healing, you know. And, and plant medicine is. It's not that they're. I guess I'm just bringing this up. I want. I would love to hear your thoughts on it because we did. You did share. It's like some people get stuck on one plant or one. But what has been your experience? And and I don't know. Help help me out. Build me out of this. Like, I got yeah,
1: you. you got I it. got you, yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah. So let's think about it this. Why do you think they're illegal?
0: Because hmm? yeah, it keeps you out of the, ma- it, yeah, it breaks you out of the matrix. Because like,
1: it that. just brings profound healing. It wakes you up. It frees you. you. You know, the reoccurring theme that I hear from people who who work with plant medicines for the very first time, whether it be ayahuasca or bufo, um, even though it's not a plant, it comes from a toad, or psilocybin, which is one of my favorite medicines. Yes is that they're no longer afraid to die. And so when you're no longer afraid to die, you finally begin to live and you finally begin to manifest the life of your dreams. And so why do you think that they're pushing all of these Uh, advertisements of people getting trashed and like just living that debauchery lifestyle and it's because alcohol is literally numbing people's soul and that's why they call it spirits because your soul literally says okay no more I'm leaving and then other dark entities can kind of come in and that's why so many people Um, have died from alcohol consumption because either they drink too much or they get into fights that result in um, severe damage. And, um, and, you know, I just want people to really like take this in consideration. Alcohol can be actually quite healing. It can be used to um, expel dark energies, you know, like during ayahuasca, um, if the shaman wants to cleanse you with alcohol, they'll usually drink some and then spray all over you from their mouth to your face and like just <laughs> cleanse you. There's also agua de florida, which is an alcohol um, water that can cleanse you and purge you. Mm. And so this is something that I, I keep telling people who are overdoing the hand sanitizer. It's like, what do you, what do, you do when you want to draw the essence of a flower? You use alcohol draws the essence right and so when you drink alcohol that also draws your essence and you it it, it, you become a different version of yourself right and so wearing this hand sanitizer on your hands it's literally drying out your endocrine system i believe it's causing infertility and all this stuff so wanting to go back to the plant medicines if you just focus on nourishing your body with plants and with essential oils that are pure. Mm -hmm. I only use Zotera. So if you want those, you can hit me up. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have nothing to worry about when it comes to bad bacteria, because your body will just process it on its own. So the same thing happens with plant medicines. When you commune with these sacred divine spirits and you give it a proper intention. Okay. Even when you're smoking cannabis, I invite you to stop and honor the plant spirit. Mm-hmm. Say a prayer, something like, thank you, Mother Earth, for providing the sacred medicine for me to connect with. Thank you, sacred plant ally. I call her Santa Maria, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Saint, Saint Mary. Gracias, Santa Maria, por esta medicina. Thank you for this medicine. May you open my heart. May you open my third eye. May you open my crown so I can connect deeper to you, to all life, to Mother Earth, to my brothers and sisters here in the room with me. Because what happens is that, and you want to do this with psilocybin, you want to do this with ayahuasca, give it a very, very beautiful offering and a prayer and intention before you work with it. Because what happens is is that you're opening a portal. You're basically opening up your crown chakra, your third eye, and your heart. And if you kind of just go in with it very sloppy and it's like, okay, whatever happens, happens. then there's other spirits that will be attracted and they can take over and it could take you into a spiral of a black hole. Mm. So that's why you have people who become extremely paranoid when they smoke. That's why people think they're going to lose their minds when they're going on a psychedelic trip because they weren't specific and intentional with the plant ally and other spirits took over. Yes.
0: It's when I understood for the first time, set and setting, set your intention, have the setting be a sacred space. And then like, for instance, the last psilocybin journey and I've been doing heroic doses my last one was to honor the fullness of me and it was it was after this time of not hating my body and like i needed to know like like really love me like who i am what i've been here to do and i saw that fighting the purest form of fighting is to remove something that does not belong And where we are now, where we are headed in this golden age, there will be no more fighting because there will be nothing left to remove within us, within another, within countries, within the earth. And I took that as I have been fighting something inside me for so long. But finally I felt like, okay, I'm going to shine the light internally. I'm going to come in into the light and the light come into me And it just bathed me. I've been saying this, um, these two words, wash me throughly and thoroughly. Thoroughly is like every corner, but throughly is like, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's dimensional language. Um,
1: Yes. Yes. Set
0: and setting an intention and and honor and grounded and, and not. Taking for it's like anything. A car is as dangerous as it can be if you're just driving, like, I'm just gonna drive, or you know, it's with anything, it's being intentional. And Mm
1: -hmm. yes, and I also just want to share that because you're working with the earth and you're opening that portal, if you do end up going into a darker space. You always have something to ground you back into the light, which is Mother Earth herself. If you're working with other things like cocaine or meth or like anything that's been produced in a lab, that's a little bit harder because you're literally just like, it's not, it's not, it's not the same. Okay. It's not the same quality. So I always encourage people to really go for like the purest of the pure, natural, organic, know who harvested it, know where they come from. Like I know people who are literally talking to their mushrooms and praying over them their entire life. And so when you work with those kinds of, of beings, then they're super like enlightened and magical. And, and it's just such a difference in energy.
0: So beautiful. Um, you're amazing. I just, I just appreciate you. I just appreciate you. And you said the word, you said permission. We get to be, we are just all the permissions for others to awaken to themselves, you know, in that mirror that you're saying your reflection back. And, and, and I just receive your reflection. I thank you.
1: Oh, brother, thank you so much. And, you know, I, I just, I'd like to ask permission for, for Mother Earth and, and for my spirit guides and my angels and my ancestors and my star family and my loved ones on the other side of the veil to be this cosmic mirror and be this reflection because it's it's not even about me. I'm just the messenger. It's like, I don't want to take credit. I'm just like here delivering like the message and... um. You know, we all have access to this. If we just humble ourselves, you know, a few times during the day and like bow down and like say, Thank you, Great Spirit. Thank you for guiding me. Thank you, Mother Earth. Thank you, ancestors, for like paving the way. Thank you for praying for me to be here right now. Then you're going to see how just this life will unfold. And you're going to become this beautiful blossoming flower in the garden of eden and Mm. you'll see that there's no competition everyone's blossoming all on their own and we just like have all the bees and butterflies pollinating us and it's like one big juicy abundant party it's like this energy of the solstice has me feeling so like the way to describe it is like orgasmic Mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm like you feel it too yes like it's,
0: it's exhilarating but from in yeah it's, From it's, the root
1: chakra and up, it's like, I mean, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was asking myself, I'm like, why am I feeling so like turned on and like lit mm-hmm. up? And it's like, because the new earth is plentiful, juicy and abundant for all of us.
0: That's so good. Yes. yes. You know,
1: and we don't have to shut down our humanness to feel right. pleasure. Like we're meant to feel pleasure. We're meant to feel... Uh, peaceful and harmonious and balanced in every aspect of who we are. And it's fucking beautiful. Yes, it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sister. Um, Share as we, as we wrap share. And first of all, thank you. Thank you.
1: My pleasure. And thank you. Thank Thank you for being a huge part of, of this milestone and just being that big brother and, and like calling me in and asking me to be on here. I have a feeling, um, this won't be the last, <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> same. same, same.
1: And, um, just so grateful for everything that you're sharing. I love your podcast. I've been listening to a bunch of them, you. you know, just doing my research and it's been very enlightening and I'm, I'm super grateful for just you being you and how you be and how you show up. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Oh, this, thank you. Um, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> tell me about the light codes course, the 21 day, what, what you are up to right now, because everyone listening, Daniela just shared with me something, Hey, look up this profile. And I know it's not the same thing, but I mean, you have such a vast, infinite well of knowledge and resources for people. So I'm really excited for this 21 day <laughs> course you're doing. So what, tell us about it.
1: Yes, thank you. So it's actually 28 days. Um, I was born March 28. So 28 is a big number. And I've I've seen that like, it's like 28 days that your body renews its skin and 28 days to establish a new pattern and habit. And so I'm like, okay, it's 28 days. I got you. And um, I've, I've really come to understand that the way we begin our day is has a huge ripple effect in our life Mm -hmm. and how we live our life and so if we wake up and we're kind of like oh not again and just like check our phone oh wow all these people wanting stuff from me and like you know all the all the the mundane stuff instead of like Waking up that way, what if you're going to wake up feeling so connected to life, so connected to source, so connected to Mother Earth, to your soul, to your body, to your being, and just receiving positive affirmations through a form of guided meditation and just, like, stepping into that vehicle and blasting off into pure magic, miracles, and blessings. And so... You know this is my first time creating a digital offering online, so I'm super excited about it. Um, I recorded four guided meditations uh, that were inspired by the four elements and so we explore water, we explore our fears and 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 confront you know making peace with our fear and actually accessing more of our intuition through that. We explore the air and um just making peace with the mental clutter and the chatter and feeling more in tune with our emotions. We explore our rage and our anger and turning our rage into passion and also uh, the earth and what it, what it is like to be human and have this earthly body that one day will no longer exist. And it's going to go back to the earth and, and um, making peace with death and just like really embracing it because like I said, when when you're no longer afraid to die, that's when you finally start living. And so those four meditations are an extra to the 28-day challenge. And so if you'd like to wake up with me every morning, you're going to get an audio sent to your email, and we're going to activate. We're going to feel gratitude. We're going to ask permission to you know be our truest, highest self, to activate our divine potential and to just usher in this new era. It's the age of Aquarius, like no more playing small. It's time to really vibrate higher and come together. Mm -hmm. And so I will also be hosting weekly Zoom calls so we can have that accountability group and just check in and share epiphanies and experiences and ask questions. And for those oh and you get a workbook too so like you have some journal prompts that you can reflect on and for those that complete the 28 days you're gonna get an epic curated playlist on soundcloud by uh, by me and so you're gonna be able to just dance and activate and like really celebrate the new you and the new earth yes.
0: celebration celebration i everyone please sign up for this uh just even, and follow Daniela on Instagram and her stories. And the magic that you are creating is so beautiful. And I'm excited that you're going to. Sh- everyone gets to learn how to create their magic, and this is.
1: Yes, this thank is you. yeah,
0: It's so beautiful, sister. Thank you so much. I love you. I bless you. I love
1: you too. Oh, and one more thing.
0: Yes. Um.
1: Just because I'm feeling super grateful and act, and I want to pay it forward. We should give away a free challenge. It's very affordable. It's forty-four dollars, um, yeah. but if but the the eighth person,
0: okay, good, good, good. The good. eighth
1: person because twenty-eight that DMs you on Instagram, and and writes light codes, which is my Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. They get the challenge for free.
0: You heard it. The eighth person, light codes,
1: the infinite,
0: the cosmic infinite. wisdom.
1: That's right. That's right. The new <laughs> beginning
0: in the infinite. In one yes sister thank you i love you i bless you divine divine sister thank you
1: thank you so much mm. deeply honored and grateful to be walking this path with you i feel like we've somehow done this before in a past <laughs> life i actually heard i'll just share this i actually heard a podcast where you were talking about being in the battlefield and like and i was like i was there and and i was like i don't even know lucas but i'll follow him into the battlefield and we'll fucking take people like but then i was like but wait we don't have to do that anymore that was a past life
0: wow i have chills all over wow
1: yeah yeah i mean i've died many lifetimes fighting in the war and that's why i'm like no more we don't have to do this anymore like let's just have a party and celebrate
0: yes we're we are here now to live We were then we lived then to die, to know, but we're here now to live. Yes.
1: yes, That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And leave a legacy behind for the future generations so they can birth life in all forms and this could be the most epic planet in the entire galaxy with all the diversity. It's like so beautiful. We just have to like let go of the, the video games, you know, stop living in war in our minds and, like, go explore nature. Take some mushrooms. Like, put on an epic playlist. That's right. You see, have fun. It's, it's right. an epic life. Come on. Oh, that is so good.
0: <laughs> I love it. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I... Thank you again, sister. I... Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And everyone, please, um, light codes. That's the that's the uh the, the pat the passcode, the word. Um, the eighth person that reaches out DMs me through Instagram and says light codes will get that free course. And if you aren't the eighth person, I still recommend signing up for that. I mean, 28 days with Daniela's presence, I truly believe will transform your life. She is such a uh her music when you if you follow her on instagram or when you follow her on instagram and you see her produce these things you can feel the the sacredness the sacred space that she is creating with the music so i'm i'm uh excited that she's bringing this to you and everyone thank you so much thank you and whatever you're experiencing right now high low medium left right up down Let it all come forth because this is what you get to bring forth and bring into the light right now. So enjoy your journey. All is good. All is love. All is light. It's just our job to remember that. I bless you all. I'm Lucas Mack. I can't wait to bring the next episode to you and I will talk to you then. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.